Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Positivity oh. Report. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Get you some uh, headphones there. Yeah, okay. Ken, so a pair of these headphones aren't even plugged in. Oh, I had un- I uh, yes, they were in the way, and I um, <laughs> I did what I do at my home studio and and forgot to unplug them. Guys, so we've only got a few more days of regular content. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. okay. you I mean, I don't, welcome. We don't need these headphones. It's not yeah. like we're taking calls or anything. Well, it is nice to hear my voice nice though, monitor. nice and you, you sexy and low. I love I love Mark Ellis. He's mm. one of my favorite people on this planet. So if he doesn't wear headphones on this show one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Why does he walk away from the mic and just well, the, he, other way, the other way? The other way. He's he's just a loud human. Oh, that's he all. Is. And he's the best. He's he's booming voice. All right, this can be Ricky. A voice for radio. Whenever Ricky shows up, because we're gonna talk some golf when Ricky shows up. Yeah, he's, he's coming. He just Ricky. Uh, he he made the wise sound financial decision to get the hell out of Los Angeles. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. And yep. Uh, there are some some. Drawbacks to that, like uh, getting places. getting anywhere at nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> takes a little bit longer. Yeah, it does. Poor Trisha Hershberger, she lives out there by by Ricky as well, and we had I had her come in for a Josh. It took her like an hour or thirty to get here. Yeah, I mean, that five. Oh, that five kids. You're not messing around, Ken. Ken Napsock here. Yeah, good I to see you, bud. Used to date someone up there. That was a that's oof, a trick. That was a two hour commitment every day. Why is Ken's camera blurry? Is it blurry? Is it? It's, it's, it's just like a auto focusing. Oh, yeah. He's nebulous. It's hard yeah. to nail it's, him down. Yeah, you got a little bit. Uh, welcome back to the show. Yeah, this, this I think is my third Third appearance. time. The old trifecta. Yeah. Uh, this this is, So tomorrow is Ikaika's last day on the show. The Hawaiian hunk of Prince Lee. <laughs> He's just shocked himself on the camera. Yeah, you got a good job lined up, right? Yeah. He's yeah. going to work at Sounds at, like it. He's going to work at a, at a, a company named after a fruit. That you're supposed to eat every day to keep the doctor. They also uh, they they poached the streamer IT guy from my old uh, workplace as mm. well. Those sons of bees. They they tried to get him to stay. They're like, we'll give you we'll give you so much more. He's like, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. I know this company is going to fold in six months, <laughs> and the fruit company will not. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ricky Hayberg will be here. Yeah. Uh, the legend. What does the FTW stand for? Is that for the win? Uh, fuck the world. Oh, no, God. I think it, I think it's for the win. For the win. And ETC is? Uh, that's our old show. That's yeah. right. Okay. From way well, back in the day. I knew that it's one. It's now yeah. been like three years. And um, it's just I mean, if I was going to change it, I should have done it a long time ago. Yes. Um, guys, I just sold. So right now, uh, I, I want to make this happen. Did you just sell an NFT? No, I just sold NFT? 20. I just sold 20 mugs, yep. 20 Positivity Report mugs to our buddy Jared Haven, uh, who yes. now lives in Rhode Island. You know Jared. Don't you? Yeah, Schmodown was on The Bachelor. I, I oh, don't yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's how Elliot's yeah. going to know anybody. Right, right, right. Schmodown. Uh, he's opening a coffee shop, bar, lounge in Kingston, Rhode Island. Kingston. Called Kingston, man. Um, on Kingston, Rhode Island, uh, called Audrey's, and he's going to take 20 Positivity Report mugs there. The show lives on, Ken. And speaking of living on, everybody, is. Richard Anthony Hayberg has made it. Great to see you. Fresh off the five freeway traffic. <laughs> That's People correct. Go into work. I will say, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're going to say, hey, can you be here at nine, but we go live at nine, it's, it's a bit rough. But yeah, it was uh, quite a little Josh McCougar move right yep, there. Yep, it's, yep, uh, yep, it was, uh, quite they started the, the show without even telling me. It, was, <laughs> it just started. Well, That's what like we do here, thought. Ricky. That's what we do. Uh, yes, five freeway was very... 
bad. Five-y? It's a bad one. Well, that's yeah. why we don't uh, work during rush hour. That's so smart. I, I woke up, I was like, what the hell is this? Is it, and, what and is this traffic? <laughs> then you make that mistake of, I'll take the old road. That's not going to happen. Yeah, the old road is not good. No, no, no. I did that one time, and then the old road caught on fire. Yeah, and I had that I got, happens. Yeah, I got rerouted right around yeah. the fire. My buddy drove through it. I was like, "You're a madman." You have to go up the Fillmore. Yep. twenty three. Come down. <laughs> come Can down. I do the uh, Californians thing? Yeah, I had go to ahead. take the uh, the fourteen to the old road to the five mm. to the uh, to the two to the one eighteen <laughs> back to the five over to uh, yeah, one one thirty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Then you get on the one thirty four and shit gets weird. Mm, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were just we were talking about. FTW is that for the win? Is it F the world or is it free the watermelons? So that I only that was like when I signed up for Twitter in 2008 was mm-hmm. I was I had to come up with a name and I was obviously a big gamer, <laughs> um, but I also was very edgy at the time. Oh, so, so I kept I back then I would edgy. tell people that it was both. Okay, it was whatever mood I was in. I, okay, now it stands for for a fungible token <laughs> winner. Yeah, winner. withdrawal. Withdrawal. <laughs> Smart, yeah. yes. Uh, good to have you boys here. Uh, thanks for making the trip. Uh, this w- Again, this is our last week of regular content here on the Good People Association. We may have a couple shows next week, depending on Ken's schedule, because he's got to press the buttons. Oh, yeah, that might not be good. I yep. thought we were doing off. Okay, so. we're off. <laughs> we're off next week. And then the next week after that is Thanksgiving. I'm yeah. I am So basically right now, boys, I know we got Futility funded. Futility, the yeah, actual congrats. game of living. Our board game, it's over there on that chair. Can grab it, just show Ricky, because I, I think Ricky doubted us. He uh, Elliot believed in us. I said board games? What a stupid investment. What? what, what nobody awful. plays board games anymore. Idiots. Yeah, so what is this, the 1970s? <laughs> oh, look, it's real. It's wow. real. Uh, it's going to be a lot smaller in, when we get, that's our prototype. It's going to be about half the size oh. as far as, like, thickness goes. It but still, it's more. It's full, a little more foldy. Do you want me to open it up and do an unboxing? Is that... Yeah, we've already done that. There's cards are going to be everywhere, I promise, because it's going to be a lot. Oh, I love tighter. the artwork. Well, th- yeah, that's yeah. our buddies Aldo and Uruguay, Sebastian. It's like a real game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, There's a lot going on in here. There is. It's uh, the value versus what you get physically <laughs> is way higher yeah. than anything else. Did you? Uh, buy these days. Yeah. Did you hit any of your stretch goals? We like hit the, two stretch goals. The no, not safe for work pack. We did. We got uh, the R-rated after hours pack. Futility nights, as we're yeah. calling it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got uh, the fuck card are pack. you gonna do a virtual version for Steam? Well, we we do have a playthrough on Steam that you can do. Oh wow! Uh, that just like to show you what the game is—a very yeah. short playthrough. Uh, some geniuses online are going to uh, scan all of these in and put it uh, available on Board Game Simulator, where you will get zero royalties. Yeah, better lawyer up. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a lawyer. Yeah. I don't. I know. I don't. I. I mean, I do. I have no a lot of them, but I wouldn't call them my lawyers. Like yeah. Yeah. You Once you start calling them, you my gotta give lawyer, me a dollar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you Here's me a your dollar retainer. You're on retainer. Exactly. Yeah. Pull uh, my retainer out of my mouth. Hand it to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's your retainer. Mm-hmm. So for the last like two weeks and for the next like five weeks, I'm just sitting and writing jokes all day long. Like I'm trying to write fifty to seventy cards for fidelity oh a day. Uh, I'm currently averaging about thirty. <laughs> so That's my goal bad. is there. Jokes? Thirty jokes. That's my good. the goal is there. I'm now I'm listing off places that I can pull jokes from. I'm like the store, the grocery store, El Pollo Loco. <laughs> like I'm just listing off places. And I'm guessing uh, yeah. the lovely Amanda is the one who has to hear every single correct, one of these correct. and is tell you whether they're uh, good or not. Babe, is this funny? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. But you have to go out like to the grocery store to have the experience to correct. write the jokes. So you can't just be Mm-mm. sitting at home. Mm-mm. A lot of them are turning into like my baby's crawling joke. 
Yeah. Because right now she is literally Spider Girl. You might be a baby. <laughs> it's like when people become parents and start like uh, influencers write like yeah. children's books yep. and yep. how tos and. Well, I wrote a kid's book. Didn't Did you? Get, yeah. So there you go. Is it, you're you're following the exact path. Yeah. I'm going to start a dad podcast. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm going to call it the dad cast. That's uh, why I want to have a kid is for the content. Correct. Of course. Everybody knows that. Yeah. You get them. You just start buying them toys and like, you know, usually that would be expensive, uh, but you monetize it. You make all of the, every moment of happiness in your young child's life mm-hmm. a uh, monetizable moment broadcast to the world, then it's yeah. all worth it. It kind of pays for itself. Rosie's entire and life will just be one large NFT. Thing. And that kid yeah. grows up to be totally normal. <laughs> 100%. I watched that <laughs> documentary about... well-adjusted. Yeah, super well-adjusted. I watched that documentary about like kids in Hollywood, and I was like, we're moving. Yeah. There's, I don't want anything to do with this. This is, I mean, my word. Yeah. It's, is it bad? It's not good, guys. Uh, anyway, oh, we had a lot of fun, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> Look, I don't regret anything that happened. <laughs> I always wanted to be on Family Ties. Turns out that wasn't a great show to be on. Yeah. So, uh, Okay, so our merch store right now, everything is 30% off. Okay, The link is pinned on the episode. There you go. That's a hell of a graphic. And these are physical goods? Physical goods. We still so, have. Uh, so 20th century. What I know. Doing? Uh, we are still these has, fungible? These are fungible. 100% ugh, fungible. Ugh, I don't like fungible. <laughs> no. Box logo t-shirts in. A lot of them are sold out as right now. The beanie sold out. The dad had it sold out. The classics. Uh, we've got the gray heather, which is really nice. Then you got the rocks glasses. Just sold some positivity report mugs. And the hoodie, which apparently is not on sale. And I don't know why. I just emailed the merch guy. But we got some. Uh, we, there is some merch left. Get it while it's there. It's a nice rocks glass. Always good to have a rocks glass around. Yeah. Get a couple of them. Stop drinking your whiskey like a chump. Get yourself a nice rocks glass and maybe one of those ice cube trays with the big ice cubes Ooh, that barely blocks. even fit. Because yeah. you never know when someone's going to break into your house and see you drinking whiskey out of a normal glass. Nerd. Idiot. What an idiot. Come on. <laughs> like back in the day on the Josh McCuga show or the uh, Between the Sheets when we would just whiskey out of a mug. And he's like, yeah. what's in there? I was like, Jack Daniels. What, you, what else is there? Like, My cousin sent me a text today that if you work at Jack Daniels along with your paycheck every month, you get a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I got to tell you, <laughs> that sounds like my kind of place. Yeah, <laughs> especially because that town uh, is it's dry. A dry town. Yeah, so, yeah. it's yeah. one of the big incentives. Yeah, <laughs> so. a dealer doesn't do those out drugs. <laughs> Everybody knows that, Ken. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows that. that. Uh, also, uh, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Perk, PerkClothing.com. <laughs> <laughs> You look, look like, like Joe Rogan in that picture. <laughs> Thank he does. you. He does. I've been, I've, I've, been, oh I've been confused for somebody that doesn't like to get vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, use the code GPA-2021 for 20% off your order. Do you want to look like Joe Rogan? <laughs> Go to Perk. <laughs> is that whole outfit Perk? Is that is whole Perk. Oh, the chinos, wow. they really hug the butt. Yeah. Let me tell you, your wife has been away for a long time, right, Elliot? She's back now. Oh, she's back. But, uh, yeah. When, if she had come home and you'd been in a pair of Perk chinos, guaranteed pregnant. Yeah. Done. Over. Which Ricky. is dangerous because we're not absolutely not trying to get pregnant. So that, that oh, you don't want to That would have been a problem. This exactly. is not a selling point. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Perk clothing, it makes you look so good, Ricky. Makes you look so good. You have a girlfriend, right? Wife. Married. Wife. Married. married. Guaranteed. You go home. This pocket tee, your wife can't keep her hands off you. Yeah. She's going to be like, is that another woman's perfume? <laughs> oh no, that's just Perk clothing. Woo! We did it. And 20% off at Perk, 30% off at our merch store. Everything must go, Ken. This is like one of those furniture stores that on Burbank Boulevard that's been going out of business for the last five years, but it's actually going out of business. Are you trying to, like, are you trying to gut the American 
uh, pastime of Black Friday by giving all these deals out <laughs> Early. weeks in advance. Ricky, I'm like an REI employee. No work on Black Makuga Friday. Makuga is single-handedly destroying the economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One merch store at a time, Ricky. Yeah. One merch. Because as Elliot knows, America is back. This Man. is the opposite of inflation. <laughs> You're actually doing something very nice for America Thank right you. Now. Went to the store. To the store. Here's a card. Went to the store. Bacon's now $14 for some reason. Yeah. What the hell is going on? There's been some pretty wild bacon swings. Yeah. Uh, the pork, the McRib is uh, used up it's all back. the pork, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's bad now. When I go to buy my family 14 pounds of bacon a week, I am shocked at how much the bacon costs now. It's uh, Inflation. Uh, I might as well be leasing a Tesla. Thank you. You're going to need 14 <laughs> gallons of milk to wash that salty bacon. Well, down. of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the o- it's the only way you can do it. Whole milk. Correct. <laughs> Uh, you can also support the show, streamlabs.com slash goodpeoplegpa, and Super Chat It. Again, this is our, so tomor- today, tomorrow, and Friday, our last programs for a while. Then come back for a couple weeks in December. And then our final stream, gentlemen, if you would like to come on, we're just going to party all night like a holiday party on December 9th. It's a Thursday. An Eddie Murphy song. Yes, correct. And, yeah. w- and Wang Chung. Everybody mm-hmm. Wang Chung tonight. Uh, we are going to party all night until this, we're going to shut this place down. Until you guys take over the lease, perhaps. Yes. There are talks. There are, we, there, uh, we are talking behind the scenes. Yeah, behind we, the scenes. We, we, we Not just, no more. We just moved a, a few months back thinking it would be uh, we were like, a semi-permanent like, uh, <laughs> you know, thing, and uh, somehow that found a way of sort of blowing up in our face. You know when your reasons. life starts going good for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, ah, you know what? We're in a real groove here. Yep. You know what would be great? Groove is Just in the staying house. like this for a very long time. Groove is nope, in the house. Not, not in this town, Ricky, Yeah. as Ken chugs his body armor. What flavor is that today, Ken? Today it's Tropical Punch. Whoa. Ken? Feel, what's in that? God, I never Do you <laughs> feel better or worse about the company now that Coca-Cola bought them for $2 billion? Two billion. I don't know. It's kind of like Weta being sold for $1.67. I'm like, oh am I going to watch? Yeah. 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 Am I going to watch Lord of the Rings now? Of course I am. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's kind of like, you know what was worse for me? When I found out Chipotle was owned by McDonald's. Yeah. But they're not anymore, They're right? not. But this was like early 2000s. Oh, so yeah, I used to yeah, got yeah. one that only Chipotle in the Valley was at Topanga Canyon. Uh-huh. I, I trek over there. I'm like, this is great. An independent burrito store. Uh-huh. Oh, that wasn't nice. That wasn't mm-hmm. nice. I felt bad then. Yeah. Love to shop local at Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. Yeah. Speaking of shopping local, so there is a uh, a taco stand on Sepulveda and where I live. Okay, I'm not gonna give you it, but <laughs> just one cross street. Just one cross street. <laughs> just drive up. Yeah. It's a it's a big street. Yes. Yeah. But I drive by it all of the time because on my street you can't turn right into my street off of Victory. So you gotta make the whole. These are more clues. Yeah. This is a weird shit. I gave away the street. You're Ken. doxing yourself. It's yeah. all right. We're moving soon anyway. <laughs> So, so there is this, and it is always crowded. And every time I drive by, I'm like, babe, I'm stopping there. And she's like, no, we don't do street meat. I was like, this, does, this isn't street meat. This is clearly a business because there's also a guy selling shoes next to him. So they've created a little economy there on Sepulveda. Yeah. So Sunday night, Amanda wasn't feeling great. She was like, I'm just going to have soup. I was like, well, I'm going to get the taco stand. So I sat, I stood outside, had a number. It took about a half an hour to get my burrito. But, boys, let me tell you something. When that burrito came, blew my mind. There's a guy. He takes the takes the cheese and throws it first onto the flat iron. Love yeah. that. Right? Then he takes the tortilla, gets the cheese on it. These guys are masters at the grill. It's unbelievable. They do stuff. You watch it. You're like, oh, that looks easy. And you yeah. try doing anything like it at home. You're like, it's stuck. What it's, do I do? I don't know. Right? Then the guy over here on the El Pastor, he's got the machete. Yeah. And he's chopping it up. And then... On top of the, I thought it was cheese. No, pineapple. it's a pineapple. Yeah, have you never eaten no. a taco stand uh-uh. on the side of the road? In my life, never. Did he oh throw the God. meat from the spindle to the taco like this? 
Yes. Like, like they, dude, yeah. flicks it. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets the pineapple and just goes like, and lands it in the taco shell. Delicious. No problem. Yeah. So the guy says my number. I obviously do not speak Spanish because uh, I took German in high school. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he's like, he says my number in Spanish, but I know Ocho is eight. So I was 68. I got it. And I was like, I got so flustered that I just started ordering other things. I was like, nachos. The ta- I got $34 worth of Hell taco yeah. stand, mm-hmm. burrito, tacos, and nachos, and ate it all. Oh, my and God. it was so good. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you have those nights where you just got to go wild. It was better than any Chipotle I've ever been oh, to. Oh, yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. So now well, I drive by there all the time and just crave it. How long have you lived here? Uh, 13 years. That's insane to me. <laughs> you went that long without that, like this is a new revelation me, to you. Let me tell you guys the story. So here's what happened. Uh, I'm living in New York, and I'm drunk, and there's a woman cooking hot dogs uh, outside of a bar. And it wasn't like your classic New York taco stand, or like okay. classic New York hot dog stand, right? Okay. It was just a woman on a flat iron making tacos outside of the spring lounge. And I had it. It was a bacon-wrapped hot dog mm-hmm. in a bun with tomatoes and all the fixings. And I got food poisoning really bad. Wow. And... It refused to go on to street meat. See, New York City, it's all about the halal food carts. Mm. Yeah. Every time I go to New York and it's late at night, and it's very easy for it to get late at night in New York. <laughs> it you, is. Uh, you find the most most uh, scary-looking uh, Middle Eastern food cart, and it's usually I've never regretted it. Well, and also, like, you can get a good read on it by, yeah, like, it, I mean, when I was not growing up here, but in my 20s here, it's like, yeah, you know, you'd get out of a uh, concert or a club or whatever, and There'd be people with trays and yeah. cooking hot dogs and stuff, but like it, the the uh, taco stands in town are re- repeatedly open, like in their spots. Yeah. Like we they, that yeah. would they wouldn't have lines if people were constantly getting food poisoning at them. And it's a bit more it's That's like t- semi permanent kind of location. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a lot of like really good ones. Um, the thing that's like really big right now or getting bigger. Uh, is the uh, the they give you the giant cup of like tomato and salsa like soup and you dip the entire taco into it? Oh, I haven't oh, seen that. Man, this sounds incredible. It's I like love Maria a good or dip. something. Oh, um, yeah, it's called something like that. I come yeah. from a long line of dipping fam, like a, we're a big dip family. A lot of dips. Lots of sauce, lots yes. of one of my sauces. favorite Martin Short. Like a French traits. dip. You like a French oh, dip? Oh man. Yes. Oh, I love like to a French onion, a beef sandwich. Oh, oh, you're talking about French dip like Philippe's, Philippe's. like downtown. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, well, uh, but uh, French onion dip with like a pretzel and a chip. Yeah, Carl's yeah. talking about. Ken, what do you? We no, all. No, the Martin Short and, and only murders in the building. He's like obsessed with dips <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys watch that show? No, it's I really think it's good. good. Yeah, it's it's, good. it's fantastic. I'm just now getting. I'm on season two of The Sopranos. Oh, what? Yeah, my, me and Sopranos is like you and taco stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Thank it. You, <laughs> it's just well 13 done. years too late. <laughs> Let's hear it. That's really good. You nailed that. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna? Are are you? Did you start watching because you want to get to the movie? No, it's because uh, I I have HBO Max for free uh, because I have AT and T internet. They gave me a year, and I was watching through up. Succession and was like, hey, you know what? I've never watched Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. But I've seen like a couple episodes, but. Uh, is yeah, I'm like I'm hooked. I watch three episodes a night now, pretty much. Oh, it's a great show. So good. It's the original prestige drama. It really is, and probably the best pilot in the history of television, in my opinion. I think it's the best pilot. See, I remember not loving the pilot. Really, it, the pilot felt kind of goofy. It's almost like that's why I talked to Elliot about it, and he was like, "The first season's kind of goofy," and I was like, "I really enjoyed it, but oh, I understand man. there's lots of talk about ducks ripping people's dicks off." Yeah, and stuff. I mean, it's it like you know, David Chase is a weird dude, and he yes. looks at the world in a very like weird tinted 
pair of glasses because there's some like standalone Sopranos episodes that are just dream sequences, yeah. and it's very strange. Like very, but there is also probably the best bottle episode in the history of TV. Have you gotten to Pine Barrens yet? No, I'm, I'm season two, episode four. Now. Okay, Pine I think Barrens Pine is season three, right? Great. Yeah. I mean, it it is a funny show in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, there's lots uh, of comedy. In oh, it. it's amazing. The yeah. side characters, other like uh, Polly, Christopher, yeah. and Bobby uh, Bacala. Yeah, like I mean, so Ken, you never watched Sopranos? Yeah. See, what's the deal? Like, I, I feel like so I'm not alone in this. Like, uh, that people miss this. Yeah, well, I, I missed it initially because I didn't, I couldn't afford HBO. Yeah, that's. But then no, I, I, I couldn't didn't have HBO yeah. when I was. Yeah, that <laughs> I used to watch Curb on CD-ROMs bootleg from a yeah. friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my old roommate used to watch The Premise all the time, so I've heard a lot of episodes. Right. Uh-huh. Just like I've heard all eight seasons of Dexter the last couple weeks mm-hmm. while Grace watched. Grace watched it. That's such a Grace show. It's it all is murder and blood. And I actually thought the finale was great, but that's also because. It's five years removed from the discussion. Well, it's, it's coming back. It, it is. We watched it's coming home. It's basically like what Walt Walter White was living like out in the snow, and he's like, I'm coming back. I'm just going to light up this back. building. And then Succession's like, I hate everything in the show and I everything that everyone does and everyone in the show, but I love watching the show. I know. I can't, I can't stand that show, but love to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, none of them can get out of their own way. Yeah, they're and all just terrible people, except just Cousin Greg, who I Cousin love. Greg is amazing. I actually met that dude one time before he's he like was Cousin Greg. He's eight feet tall. He's, he's huge. Yeah, it's, I was watching it because it's like, he's he's tall next to... Um, Kendall Roy. Well, Kendall's real small. Kendall's smaller than, uh, well, who's Shiv's husband's name? Tom. Tom. So Tom's like a head who's taller. Who's British. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Shiv is, too. But Tom's like a head taller than Kendall. And then Cousin Greg is a head taller than, than Tom. And than I'm like, Tom. I had to, like, Google it. I'm yeah. like, what? Is Kendall just tiny? He's like, no, he's, like, also 5'9". Yeah. Terrible American accent. You can clearly tell that he's British on the oh, show. Oh, Tom has a tough time with the American accent, for yeah. sure. Uh, Wiley Todd chimes in with Super Chat. Thank you for the support. Just binge Sopranos for the first time for the movie. Great soundtrack. I'm 21. That's why I'm late to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I didn't start that's watching. That's a good excuse, really. I didn't start watching Sopranos until season three. So I missed, like, live the first two seasons because my parents refused to get HBO. But then I got to college and we had HBO. And so I watched season three and then went back. I watched those DVDs, like the Sopranos. My brother has a whole box set. I watched those DVDs, like, on loop when I was kind of, like, depressed my junior year of college. I watched so much. I got into a lot of premium cable shows in college because suddenly uh, a lot of people knew how to acquire files uh, <laughs> <laughs> like my my freshman dorm was like a uh, a criminal enterprise yeah, when it, was, it came uh, to uh, like there was a it was wild someone figured out how to like set up a, lo- a lan for like the entire building jesus for people Where'd to just like college? drop their files uh, lmu oh damn yeah that seems like an la thing uh, pennsylvania we were just like we got this thing when i was in high school not me but a guy i know <laughs> uh <laughs> would go dumpster diving in, at blockbuster because they would throw away all of their empty DVD cases. Yeah. Uh, and not not me, but a guy I know <laughs> would print out the uh, covers of the movies and just <laughs> download them and burn them and have an entire DVD collection of VCDs. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. guy, this he guy. saw everything. Yeah. He, he yeah. really saw <laughs> he it He saw it all. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, d- I love that guy you know. Yeah. He's fantastic. So is the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. He's a real nah, entrepreneur. He's, he, he actually died a couple of years yeah, ago. He d- oh, he died. He died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember the first song you downloaded on Napster and how long? I mean, because I remember trying to download songs and like leaving for class and coming back and like still got twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you remember the first song you downloaded? I, the right first now? one, um, I don't know. It was probably something bad. Probably some pop punk trash from like the mid nineties, <laughs> like Operation Ivy, SR seventy one or some <laughs> shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. I, I the thing I remember the most is how many things were 
improperly labeled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like every reggae song ever was listed as Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the kind of racist. Just like yeah. any any song that sounds vaguely <laughs> yep. uh, like the genre of reggae, Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Probably Marley is how they listed. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember a lot of uh, DMX because oh, it was yeah. like stuff that uh, I that you couldn't buy because you like going to Walmart or wherever because I grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. It's like they wouldn't right. sell it to you. Parental um, But also, what was better that I didn't use Napster a whole lot because uh, I don't know if you guys ever got on it, Lime but there wire? was a no, no, no. It was a program called SoulSeek. Uh-uh. Oh, and yeah. so SoulSeek was These tech guys over here. Ken. It was there were. It was kind of like chat rooms, but not really. But they were subgenres of music. Kay. So you'd go into, like, for me, it was like the screamo or hardcore or metal uh, chat rooms. And you could look on people's profiles. They would make available so their, like file, their file. Di- no, no, it wasn't Spotify. They would make, away, make their available their file directories. Mm. So you could go in and you would find bands that you'd never heard of because people were opening up like certain file directories on their computers, Damn. and you could just browse all of their music and just drag it onto your computer, and it would download that entire folder over the That's course of time. That's pretty sick. So that, that was where I found like so many underground like yeah. electronic and hardcore and all that kind of stuff back then was just like, well, this guy likes this band I like, so let me check out all these other things. Soul Seek. Yeah, it was mm. S L S K like dot org or Damn, something at the time. I, yeah. I uh my first uh song a guy I know did that yeah a guy yeah. I know. yeah my first song Ken can you guess it I, I guarantee you can guess it I guarantee it would be guess. a journey live at Houston Mm-mm. Sweet Caroline no no come on Ken you can do this what song did you love to dance to um Annie Lennox Walking on Broken Glass correct that was my <laughs> first Napster <laughs> song a great song Walking on Broken Glass see I didn't need to download that because my dad was had the Annie Lennox just on constant rotation well, at house. Ricky's like, I was into screamo and hardcore. I'm like, Annie Lennox uh, walking on, bro, you guys got that? Like, I would, <laughs> I'm, I don't, we couldn't be like three more different people as far as like what we were like in high school. Yeah, but probably, I, yeah. But I think we probably all would have been just like, hey, he's a good dude. I Well, I so I actually bought a lot of music back then because back then punk and hardcore was, for whatever reason, I guess because it was cheap back then, Widely available and heavily sold on seven inch vinyl. Whoa. Yeah. So I owned like an outrageous vinyl collection when I was like 17 Shit. or 18. And I remember I had to sell it. And at the time, at that time when I was 17, which is like 2001 right. or something, uh, my vinyl collection back then, which had like no classics in it, it was all hardcore and screamo and punk. At that time, I had to sell it to fix my transmission on my 1985 <laughs> Ford LTD. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was worth, I sold it for $800. Get the oh fuck God. out of here. Which is like, that's a, that's that a was ton. a lot back then. Yeah. For now it's probably, vinyl. I mean. Well, mm. now that's probably worth like $8,000. Yeah. Because yeah. it was all like one of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 I, I went to one hardcore show. I went to see uh, this band. They were called the Ike McCoy Band. This was in Pittsburgh. And they threw a t-shirt out and a guy punched me in the face for the t-shirt. And mm. I was like, I'm going to leave. I don't like the the I'm mosh go pit. Follow fish around. Yeah. yeah, that's when I started wearing a fish hoodie. I really went through a lot of music phases and then settled on yacht rock, and I feel very comfortable as to where I am at this point in my music career. Yeah, I want to see very Christ- non-threatening. Non-threatening. Yeah, like I just want to see Michael McDonald, Christopher Cross, and Kenny Loggins in the same show, and then I can just retire from concerts. That's really what I want to see. That does sound like a great. It's show. like when yeah. you know when you see like like boomers and Karens getting aggro. <laughs> Like, if you walked up with, like, a boombox with Michael McDonald or, like, mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett yep. the, and a margarita, 
That's how you do it. Uh-huh. That's what? how you calm them down. That's uh, my kind of place. Again. <laughs> no, I didn't. So we were playing Ma'am, golf. Ma'am, I have found your lost shaker of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you're so upset about? <laughs> Is this a cheeseburger in paradise? Uh, anywhere. Uh, we were playing golf. My dad, uh, was he was he was struggling a little bit. I was like, Dad, I think you need a jam. And I just hit the Yacht Rock Pandora and Michael McDonald's. I keep, or, uh, Michael McDonald's taking it to the streets. Come on. My dad's like, oh, I love this taking song. Taking it to the streets. It's, it's a great song. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. Yeah, Take it, Ricky. Take it to the streets. Take it to the I also, I it transcends to, genre. It actually. really does. Michael yeah. McDonald's voice is the voice not of his generation, but all generations. <laughs> you guys know in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey that he's one of the people up there at like the music council oh, in the shit. future. It's just like is no, he inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, like four different yeah, times. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Doobie Brothers, Alone, uh, uh, Christopher Cross. He came out and performed Christopher. I mean, come on, the guy's an absolute legend. Yeah. And that beard. Yeah. And he's got those fat chicken fingers hitting those pianos. Was it him or what, or is it him singing on the Doobie Brothers? Um, taking it or not taking it to the streets. Uh, uh, you know, I know where you're gonna go. It, God, gonna it was so it. good. What song was that? It was. Um, she came from somewhere back in the long Ricky's old vinyl collection is burning. <laughs> burning. It's it's crying. And so, did, did you sell it? What to like a fool a believes. That's there it is. is. I did, but uh, it's probably like disseminated across multiple people by yeah. now. Um, yeah, my, no, my, uh, the only music my dad was into like '80s hair metal, so oh, that was yeah. I didn't mm. have any of the Michael McDonald stuff. Kay. It was all uh, Southern rock mm. and uh, '80s hair metal, like a Leonard Skinner. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Damn Yankees. Oh and, yeah, uh, lots of stuff like that. So I go to see my dad. Will tell you the story about how he saw Leonard Skinner two days before the plane crash. What? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're from Jesus. Florida, right? Yeah, and he saw him at uh, Tampa at the Tampa Stadium. Wow, what? Yeah. Fuck. That that is one of the better behind. And they the had music. to remake the cover of Street Survivor because it had flames on it, and oh, they died in burning wreckage. Shit. <laughs> Guys, Jesus. that. I mean, Leonard Skinner, okay, first of all, it's still, like, the number one band in Pittsburgh. Like, I, it's never switched. It's been like that for the last 60 years. I mean, to this day, it's like, what's your favorite band? Skinner. Great. And they sell out, like, sell. they'll sell 40,000 tickets in, in Pittsburgh. No problem. They don't care who the lead singer is. They couldn't care less. It's Skinner. Um, that behind the music of Skinner is incredible. Like, back in the day. We were talking about them. it last night with Ellis and Tom Rotan. We had dinner yeah. talking about that. There's a documentary on Netflix. I haven't seen it. But, about Skinner? Uh, yeah. I watched it, too, because it was oh, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Because it's from, like, those surviving bands and mostly from, like, the women's point of view that were in that, like, shack. And they were, like, we would go buy them baloney as they made Sweet Home Alabama because they couldn't afford anything else. Just, like, a bug-filled shack in the middle of Jacksonville, like, out in the sticks. Um, my dad uh, and mom, like, they, my mom and dad loved, like, Beatles, Rolling Stones, but my dad loved Motown. So our entire house mm. was just filled with, you know, like. The Temptations double CD, right? Like the greatest hits of that kind of stuff. I can see you. I could. I've seen your dad dance with a chair, and yeah. that, that tracks. Yeah, that's a Motown. My dad does it kind of uh, vibe. You would enjoy it. At like a wedding, my dad dances with chairs. He's a good dancer. Like with one chair, he's pretty. It's pretty like, solid. Like as his partner. Yeah. He puts the chair up. No, yeah. no. Like he spins it. Spins it. He can flip it over his head. It's really. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The old man goes for he it. He goes for it. He almost took off my head at my wedding. Yeah. It came seems like a little dangerous. Like fire. Uh, damn Yankees. So I go to see Sticks, Foreigner. Uh, REO Speedwagon and Ted Nugent at the Greek. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ted Nugent, fine, whatever. Shot his arrows, walked off stage. So they're all there, right? And you figure, damn Yankees is going to come. Like, that's going to end the show. And they're going to do Take Me High Enough. Never happened. 
So we're we're walking out. I'm livid. I'm I'm sitting behind. <laughs> I'm li- I'm just so angry because I wanted that damn Yankee song to come on. I'm walking in front of me, seated, were Putty and Shooter McGavin, like with their families, and I start going like I start just singing a cappella, like, "Can you take?" And Putty turns like, "Yeah, yeah." And we also, as we're ushering out of the Greek. It just turns into a, like an acapella. Can you take me high enough? Like a thousand people start oh. singing it. And then wouldn't you know it? The lights came on Boom! and they came back out. And uh, sure enough, it would have been incredible. But unfortunately, that never happened. And wow. I think I blame Ted Nugent because okay. he's a real asshole. He, yeah, well, God bless the person. <laughs> no. My mom told me a story once that uh, she was like, "Yeah, I go. I used to go to concerts." And she told me about how she put uh, R- like REO with uh, mm. sunscreen on her back. And she said she had R and she went to an REO Speedwagon show and That's she had REO incredible. on her back for like a month. <laughs> That's awesome. I did a <laughs> smiley face on my buddy who passed out at the beach one time. Uh, Kingsport Cal with a super chat. I DL'd, downloaded a lot of the new pop hits, burned them to multiple CDs, and sold them as summer mixes to people at work and out on the streets. I'm old school punk too. That's funny. Yeah, I, I was, I was uh, like, because there was a while where even having a CDR drive was like unusual. Deal. Like when yeah. I was in high school, so people would pay me. Yeah, just they'd give me a list of songs yeah. and like twenty dollars to fucking just find them and put them on a CD. Allegedly, there was a guy at my uh, high school that was just like dubbing fish live shows on cassette tape, mm-hmm. and I had so many fish shows on cassette tape. And then my mom spilled cleaning fluid on it, didn't know, and ruined all of them. Fish Live, nineteen ninety four, in Pittsburgh, they play, they do acapella Freebird, the wow. four of them, and it's fucking. Haven't cool. they released uh, like every fish? One of my old friends is a big fish fan, yeah. and he they. For a while there, they were releasing like every single concert ever as a like CD that you could buy on their website. So yeah. he had an entire bookshelf of just different officially sold yeah. uh, fish shows. They, they, their one show did the White Album track. Yeah, one yeah, they, yeah. So every yeah. Halloween, yeah. I hate that I fucking know this, but yes. every Halloween, ah, yes. Fish uh, performs as another band. So they've, they've covered a lot of uh, classic totally. albums. They did I, one as the Velvet Underground that was pretty good. Really. Um, yeah. They used to do an awesome cover of Getting Jiggy with it. Which is the, classic. Uh, when I was on tour with Kiss. <laughs> Wait, get out of here. Uh, Our buddy just went on the Kiss cruise. Uh, <laughs> they, at the end of every show, would sell a CD of the show that the fans just watched. Get out of here. Like they would, that is they unbelievable would have the merch. entire thing recorded and have like multiple things printing CDs, and you could get in line, we'll have it shipped to you, and buy huh. literally the live show that you just. Listen yeah, to? it's brilliant. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, brilliant Kiss marketing note, has always been a Kiss thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Kiss merch and merchandise is like the Harley Davidson. They make everything. Like, yeah. Literally everything, Kiss. The uh, I used to go at fish shows. I used to go by, because they, they had the forest of microphones, right? Because yeah. they would be recording, and I would I can whistle, and I would always, like, whistle. Ruin it for and, everyone. Yeah, and, like, during a song, I'd be like, there's my whistle. Yeah, got it. Let's go. And just, just a real quick, like a, like a real quick, there's a little Josh McCougan there. Oh, that's Cleveland? just whistling, Josh. He, he comes and whistles at all the <laughs> shows. Whistling. It's during Week Upon Groove. You got to hit it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's fun. <laughs> right, wait. So you were on tour with Kiss? Yeah. Did but you like work for, for them? No, it was, oh. I was with the opening act. Uh, what? Yeah, Did you play then, instruments? No, no, no. Oh. I, I worked for them. But uh, the, the only like even funny story that I have about the Kiss crew, it was uh, the, the tour manager at the time walked up to, it was Doc McGee and Gene Simmons. Doc yeah. McGee's their manager. Yeah. And he walks up and he's like, hey, just wanted to let you guys know, thank you guys so much for having us out. We really appreciate it. Like, we're really, like, grateful to have, to be on this tour. And Gene Simmons looked over and he goes, I don't know who you are or how whatever band you work for is on this tour, but please never talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
That sounds about right. That's uh, Gene Simmons. The uh, Gene Simmons Family Jewels came to uh, the restaurant where I worked when I first moved to L.A., and we were told to just not approach the table. I was like, well, how are we supposed to serve them dinner? I was like, they don't want dinner. They just want to sit there and be filmed at a restaurant. I was like, how? And they were just like, food is just going to show up. Don't go to the table. And I was like, what? Wh- how is this going to work? Food just starts showing up at their table. I was like, guys, we are... Never mind. Uh, I, I think one of their crew members just died recently because of co- the lack of like COVID protocols on their tour. Shocker. Yeah. Not not shocking. Yeah. Uh, the uh, seems to be going around things. We heard Tyler Boone, so who went on the Kiss Crew, said that is Paul Stanley. He's just bald. He just wears a wig. Or is it? Or is it Peter Chris? One of the two. Whatever he did, he definitely said it off air. Oh, did I he? Mean, <laughs> <laughs> the the Sorry, uh, you can go listen to um, if you if you if you YouTube it. <laughs> Because the funniest thing about being on that tour was the stage banter. Because and it was in Europe, so like not everyone spoke English, but he, it didn't matter to him. He would just yeah. be like, "Hey, babies, come up here and lick my boot," <laughs> and like stuff like that. But we so we'd make fun of it like all night. On the, but we found later that someone had like taken those live shows and just edited the Paul Stanley stage banter. <laughs> so there's YouTube videos with like three hours of just Paul Stanley stage banter, and it is incredible. Like, <laughs> what's up, Cincinnati? You got a lot of <laughs> That's like the somebody edited together like 25 straight minutes of just Joe Buck doing plugs for Fox shows during NFL <laughs> broadcasts. And I've watched it like five times. Uh, Amanda be like, what is that? I was like, it's just Joe Buck talking about Titus tonight, 8 p.m. It's <laughs> <That laughs> so funny. good. And it just shows how many shows have come and gone on Fox. Like an insane amount of TV programs. Like, oh yeah, that show. Oh, Race under fire this Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, man. And it's just Joe Buck, like, uh, as we wind down here, make sure you tune into Fox Mondays. Tools, like, it's awesome. It is so good. Andy and Richter versus <laughs> the world. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, no, uh, my wife Ferris just Bueller's to Day Off. Because th- those are almost like living time capsules. Yes. Because my, my wife just, I was like, what are you listening to? Because yeah. she had it on her phone and it was playing out. And it was literally, it wasn't even the band, <laughs> but it was the Saturday Night Live guest host introducing the band. Oh, it's name. a Twitter account. Yeah. Okay, so it was, yeah. but, but it was a compilation yeah. where it was like 10 minutes long and it was yeah. just like, ladies and gentlemen, so and so. Yeah. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And yeah. then it was someone that was like, ladies and gentlemen, Nirvana. She's like, wow, that's cool. And I was like, you can just go watch the actual performance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, got it. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Technotronic. <laughs> One of my favorite SNL moments, and it didn't even happen on the show, is I'm getting ready for SNL. I think I'm living in Pittsburgh at the time, and the local, our local guy, Ken Rice, is just like, uh, up next on uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, host so-and-so and band Death Cab for Cutie. When I was around, bands had names, and then the show just ends <laughs> and goes straight to SNL. And it was such a Pittsburgh dad moment. It's so good. <laughs> Right when I had bands had names. Oh, okay, Ken Rice. You're like yeah. 60. Came, Take it easy. It came from the Bonzo Doodog band song, Death Cab for Cutie, yeah. from the 60s. That's See? a name for it. There you go. Yeah. Ken knows. I know. I know. Uh, can somebody, I can, know can, can you hit the air conditioning? I'll, I'll hit it. Are you guys I'm trying to have the, co- are you good. able to bring that up? Did you get my text? Check your oh. phone. I'm trying to bring up a picture of me going to Kiss in 1996. Oh, oh. I, oh. I put it on Instagram, yeah. Yeah. I think the world saw it, but the world needs to but see it. But the world needs to see it. But yeah. Is there a watermark on this picture? Yeah, there's a watermark. I have to say, like, their music sucks, but their live show is incredible. The Kiss, they really, yeah. They really go all out. Kiss yeah. is a band that exploding. I, you know, Thanks, you see them visually before you ever hear them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, just when I, when I eventually did actually hear what Kiss sounded like, I was extremely confused because... Yeah, they had this image of just like, right. I, like I assumed this was gonna be like some fucking hard shit, 
I'm like, what? this is like, this is. I mean, Gene Simmons makeup kind. Of, oh my there god, look at is. that. Look at Ken. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like Gene Simmons makeup looks kind of like crazy, but like then you have the cat guy. Yeah. And yeah. Paul Stanley just has a star. They look like yeah. Jen, uh, Jen yeah, and the Jim holograms. They really do. Well, there I just remember seeing Gene Simmons and being like, this is some hardcore shit. Yeah. Well, that this is going to be knights and Satan serves. Abrasive. Yeah. That's a lot like the band Ghost. Yeah, <laughs> they're another the, one. The band oh, Ghost looks oh. evil. Hey, he evil. loves that band. I yeah, listened to the Dance Macabre. It's yeah. really good. No, Ghost is incredible. That's another one. When but I finally heard their music, I was like, first what? Hear what they sound like. Yeah, because you think poppy. they sound like like death yes. metal, like Slipknot. And they like, sound like they, I mean, it's good metal, but it's it's slower and poppy. Yeah, rock opera pop. Yeah, yeah. and what's, oh, just incredible live. What's just the, the what's the lights one that I like? Rats. Rats. That's a good song too. But the Dance Macabre one, I could listen to any time. Okay. That, that song is a banger. They're all great. I, 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 honor, I honor their whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to choose just one. I guess I'm, I'm the same way. Um, that's Kenan, my favorite movie. Utility, movie. available now on uh, <laughs> Kickstarter.com. We, we, we funded it, Ricky. Yeah, we did it. Oh, so you can't get it, it there anymore? Well, I, I no. Because I'm going to basically set up, like, once it's done. Go to your local Barnes & Noble. <laughs> It'll be right there. Right in the front section. Uh, I hit that merch store link, guys. I we're gonna get rid of all this stuff. At least we hope so. So, I don't know. Last chance to get it before they send it to Africa. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll send so many people with Africa. Super Bowl 1995 Steelers victory. Yeah, like, son of an Oscar. Uh, Yoshimitsu says Ghost does not match their image. This is fine, just surprising. Yeah. I mean, I was. Because I feel like Ikaika Shively does not like the music I like, and, and vice versa. But then he introduced me to Ghost. Introduced me? Introduced I like me? Yet Rock. You do, eh, do you, though? I do. Well, the good thing is, is like when you asked. see them live, mm. like if you played it for someone and didn't show any photos of the band or yeah. anything like that, like, yeah, this is, this is great. But it, even, even if you took yeah, them to a live great. show... And they still enjoyed the music. Like terrifying, th- it is a very evil vibe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it, they so it carries the a lot dark of the dark hope, the yeah. skull. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he's he's gone through several uh, iterations. Very yeah. fascinating. There's been several Papa Emeritus's. Uh, yeah, Emeritus. yeah, yeah. And the like the the nameless fools. Like they're they're all very evil looking. They yeah. put on the best live shows. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. What's the name of band? The name of the band you work for with Kiss? From Burst Alive. Yeah, yeah. Are they awesome. Yeah, they're fine. I always wanted to work for a band. I always thought I'd be a good roadie for like two months, and then I'd probably get over it. Mm-hmm. Like Bruce Springsteen, that would have been a cool one to work for. Or like, I mean, these. See, I'm like, listen, if it's on, if it's not on the radio, Josh McCuga probably doesn't know it. Yeah. Because I've never been like the dude. Like you were like, I found all these bands. Well, that's that's actually good. You never have to evolve because the radio stopped putting new music on it about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Classic rock station. Yeah, you know, uh, me, Josh McCuga, me, I like, uh, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Muse. Big fan. Uh, yeah, Guns N' Roses. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Any, all all these the like hits. Sublime. Anything, K, anything on the K-Rock rotation. Yeah. Just put it on. Yeah. I always thought, like, Sublime, and eh, they kind of lost it for me. Once that, once they once went that guy that died of a heroin overdose, <laughs> yeah. they kind of lost it for me. Same with Alice in Chains. Yeah. You know, the new guy sounds identical, but you don't get the vibe that mm-hmm. there's just something terrible about to happen constantly. <laughs> It's like all those all those guys. That was like Ken's era. Like they just all OD'd on heroin. Heroin was uh, very popular Good in the Lord. early '90s for some reason. Comedians um, and musicians. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where is the point that you get to when you're like at a party and someone's like, "You want to do heroin?" I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, the the vibes have got to be very specific. I think. Yeah. For that to even enter the conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not like something like, oh, so you guys do heroin. Oh, well, cool, so that's cool, what's cool. weird about it back then is like now uh, you have like an opioid epidemic that like is a precursor for heroin addiction. Right. But yeah. back then it was just like, hey, uh, do you want to not feel anything for like <laughs> 30 minutes? Yeah. I think and then have to do bored. it again? All again. <laughs> all just, the time. There wasn't much to do. There was no internet. There's only like six channels on the TV. There's no soul seek. Uh, the radio is just playing the same damn songs over and over hey, again. Hey, so hey, I need hey, something hey. to do. Yeah. I, let's, you uh, want to play Jenga? Off. How about heroin? <laughs> yeah. You know how you know how weed makes you really calm and relaxed. Yeah. Imagine a thousand times that, <laughs> but you have to inject it into your arm. For music, it's really fucking weird though, because it's like these guys gotta be yeah, so sure, energetic yeah. on stage, like. Yeah, it's, and it's, they're on heroin? It's very taxing on you mentally and physically, yeah. and they're going and doing heroin in the middle of all that? Uh, There's the, your problem. The, uh, the Speaking of time capsules, just the MTV Unplugged series is oh. for 90s bands is yeah. literally like, do awesome. you want to see these bands on heroin? Yeah. yeah. Like Chris Cornell. I mean, Nirvana was so good. Stone Temple Pilots might be the best Unplugged. In my, in my favorite, oh, yeah. like the, the most underrated the, one. I saw them live. It's fantastic. Quite yeah. frankly, Kiss Unplugged really good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Allison Chain's MTV Unplugged is haunting because the dude mm. is like really fucked up. I don't think I've ever seen it. Or he, he's either like coming out of being like. In so a wait a second, that dude that's like, he's dead. Oh yeah, Saint he's Stanley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a while though. Uh, he was like, yeah, he basically lived by himself for five years after the band ended, and it took like they found when they found him like he was so isolated that it was like a month after he died. Like just no Whoa. one was even checking on him anymore. Whoa. Yeah, they did like a we- like a friend did like a wellness check. Like, hey, yeah. oh, oh, it was his accountant noticed that he hadn't spent any money for like a week. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's yeah, man. I mean, that voice that was the cool kids in our high school. There was a gang in our suburban high school, like our all whitewashed suburban the high school. No, they were called the Empire, and they went like this. That was their like their symbol, <laughs> and they rode dirt bikes, and they were awesome. Like my, my brother and now I, they're politicians. Yeah, yeah. No, they all work construction in Pittsburgh. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. Uh, and but they all like wore Alice in Chains shirts, and my brother's like, "Have you ever listened to Alice in Chains?" I'm like, "No." And we played it. I'm like, "All right, well, this isn't my sound. Like, uh, <laughs> this 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 band isn't for me." And they all like Slipknot came out. They had Slipknot shirts, Metallica shirts. I had I had one band T-shirt, and it was Bruce Springsteen's Greatest Hits, and I spilled an entire thing of Hawaiian punch on it at a pizza hut, and I never wore it. You had the Greatest Hits T-shirt. It's yeah. not like, but, <laughs> but you're not even you're not even old. So you were wearing a Bruce Springsteen ter- shirt in high school uh-huh. in the late nineties. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were definitely cool. Cool. I was super cool. <laughs> Ghost of Tom Joad yep. album, everybody. Let's go. Because I mean, someone's like, "What's your Bruce favorite Bruce Springsteen?" I was like, "Greatest Hits, of course, or Greatest Hits Live." It's got all the good songs on it. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Petty's Greatest Hits Part Two. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I, it's one yeah. of the. It's so good. Dude, I had a band. Love every, Greatest Hits. I would go to like National Record Mart. That was the name of the records, like the CD store in Pittsburgh, and I would just be like, "Give me the Greatest Hits." I bought a CD player. I was like, "Give me all the Greatest Hits albums." That's all I want. Is I I'm gonna listen to the radio on a CD because before that I was just recording tapes off the radio. Yeah. So every song had like, oh, thanks for listening to B ninety four. Get out of it. Well, you up next, up Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. So, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess you know. I guess regionally, it would also define what's acceptable as music taste too. Because yeah. like, Bruce Springsteen in the Northeast is got like He's that's God. completely different. Thing. Yes. Yeah. he comes to Pittsburgh and does like five straight nights of thirty thousand seats sold, no problem. Yeah, and it's awesome. And each show's di- the one time I went, he was like, "Tonight's gonna be a lot of blues." I'm like, "Yeah." My dad and I left. 
Oh, I, told, I, I know I told Whoa. the story before. But my, my, old, Only the hits. my old program director went to the, and, and, uh, in the 90s, for the ghost of Tom Jode, and yeah. Springsteen says, no clapping till the show is done. What? Yeah. And he goes, you have to sit in silence. I wrote these songs in silence. I want you to take these songs in yeah. silence. Wow. wow. That's Springsteen for you. Where is it like, was, no, well, kind of close to New Jersey. Was yeah. John Bon Jovi was like oh, huge stuff? gigantic. Yeah. Bon, bon Jovi like had a little lull, not in Pittsburgh. No mm. way. Like Bon Jovi, slip no and then twenty five thousand, no problem. We had this outdoor amphitheater called Star Lake Amphitheater. So every band that was like popular sold thirty thousand seats, no problem. Let me, is, is it is it a case of they understood that Bon Jovi was not appreciated elsewhere, but here we still stand, or was it they had no idea? No they had idea. That really big song in the nineties, like the World it's my, my life. life. Oh yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> it was a it was a bop. It was. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely. I mean, I don't think Pittsburgh people knew that there were other bands outside of Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin, John Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen. Like, if there was a band that came with like, this is a new hip band. Like, no, 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 Rusted Root. That's it. We're done at Rusted Root. Because they're from some Pittsburgh. Other Pennsylvania band is uh, is Tears. No, not Tears for Fears. That's uh, Holland Oates. Holland Oates from? is from Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Because my mom's best friend husband is daryl hall's brother oh. yeah. Yeah. basically where we're going no of, big deal a lot of bops in that category yeah every time my mom go like ah, i saw daryl hall i'm like what what i'm like nine obsessed with hollow notes this is on my list is i mean because your kiss, <laughs> yeah. kiss is all well, I uh i mean come on private eyes i meet a private whole eyes. The music video for Private Eyes is so fucking funny because, like, hel- it's from that era of music videos where they didn't know what music videos were no, for no yet. Idea. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like basically a three shot of the band in a room dressed as Private Eyes with mm-hmm. trench coats on, mm-hmm. and then they're yep. singing Private Eyes, and there's like no B roll, and then every time there's like Private Eyes, and they all clap on top, and yep. it like flashes. Oh yeah. Uh, their negatives for like a split second, and they're yep. like, "Whoa, effects." Let me tell you guys something. Doing private eyes at karaoke brings down the effing house. Oh, yeah. Because people like to clap. I'm telling you. I can't one. think of a, an oh. old artist that I was into when I was a kid. Really? Like, like, the, like Aerosmith, but they were still putting out. They were. They were huge in the 90s. I mean, crazy is a yeah. fucking band. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I can't think of, like, me being, like, oh, you know who was great? That Simon and Garfunkel oh, or man. something like that like yeah, no. that I was obsessed with. In, like, I was into the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Well. Because my parents were cool. Yeah. I got the doors. I mean, I listen to old music, and I still do. And it's, <laughs> I keep getting older. They stay the same age. I mean, I guess Black Sabbath, but th- th- that was all active yeah. in the eighties, so it's totally. like not that no. crazy. Early yeah. Sabbath's like uh, that's another one. It's different than you expect it, especially. Well, that was edgy in the seventies, though. Mm. Yeah, like you look at like Ozzy Osbourne and his whole image and like his later solo stuff, and then you listen to like the first Black Sabbath album, and it's like. Kind of like an R and B album in some places. It's it's really good. It's one of my favorite albums. But I was surprised by it. Yeah. When I finally got around to it. I mean, I see like that and that because we were so Catholic, we weren't allowed to have like the dark arts in our house. Right. Like the, the dark music, we weren't allowed to have that. Ozzy Osbourne, no way. He bit the head off a bat. <laughs> nope, not in this house, Makuga. We went to see Billy Joel like seven times. He, I mean, I went to see Billy Joel four times before I was fifteen. He probably <laughs> abused more drugs than Ozzy Osbourne, which is saying a lot. <laughs> 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 oh man, what a show! We talk about music on this all the time. Love I love music. this conversation. Love music. Good stuff, boys. It's so nice to have you here. I'll tell you that much. I love you both. Uh, keep crushing it out there. Uh, tell the people. I mean, we're gonna do some videos and make me smile before we get out of here. But you tell the people what what's been going on with you guys. Yeah, I mean, we're Internet Today 
uh, youtube.com slash Phoenix Lakes TV. We'll talk about the news. Going to go film some news after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news, bad news, mostly bad news. Sometimes all bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just news, news, news. Uh, news Is this what you news. guys always wanted to do? No. Mm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, I... Well, first of all, it's like, it is a weird <laughs> question because it's like YouTube didn't fucking exist yeah. when I was a child. Yeah, right. right. Like, like, like there was, this was not a career to aspire to. Yeah. No, but like so talking about the news, like so was this a the, uh, the name Internet Today, uh, sort of, because at least for me, because the name Internet Today, I ran a website back in the late two thousands uh, that was called that, and it was basically like a collecting like viral videos of the yeah. day and viral news stories and stuff like that, and it went away when I got hired at Machinima because they were paying me money and the website <laughs> wasn't. But no, I at that point in time, I was like super interested in like internet culture. And there wasn't a lot of people. Like, it was like pre-BuzzFeed or like right when that right, was starting to happen. Right, so there right, wasn't right. like a <clears throat> general collection of like internet news back then. So okay. like sort of I was interested in it. And then at Machinima, like eventually got hired onto the literal news team there. So it was just, yeah, it eventually. Mm. But the, the good thing is like I see people get burnt out from gaming all the time. And it's like at least there's never not news. You know? Right. It's true. These people, they, they, yeah, they create their own personal hell and just have them play Fortnite every day for eight <laughs> hours. Well, like, we kind of got burned out on movie news and TV news. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we used to do that all the time, yeah. and, like, it reached a point where I'm like, <clears throat> listen, they, I'm not going to look at a poster and be like, what's this poster make you feel like? It's a yeah. funking poster. The, once the media or the, the studios figured out, once they figured out that they could game the system by drip-feeding information, and, and they, they knew that the Internet would, re- would react in a certain way, like, we reached a point where it's like, I guess we got to make a whole fucking video right. about like two stills that just got leaked, right. and then next week, yeah, you're and then you're writing else. you're writing an entire episode like a child who's yeah. late for an assignment, where you're just like, <laughs> you know, you're writing a double spacing about a tweet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like crunch it, double yeah. spacing, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's I fair. do miss the trips though. Yeah. yeah, that was the cool. Like, I get why people get into it. For the love of cinema, of course, but also because you get sent around the world for free. I know. It was awesome. Yes. And yeah. it's every time something like that happened, I'm immediate green light for me. I was like, I don't care where it is. Yeah, I went on <laughs> we went on so many great trips for so many bad movies. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, whatever. It's but a great movie. Do you want to go bungee it's, jumping it, in Brazil? Yeah. 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 It was Oculus Castle in Romania? Yeah. Sure. For, I never even saw that movie. <laughs> Guys, I every movie I like is rotten. On Rotten Tomatoes. I think the reason we got, uh, aside from, like, losing contact with a bunch of people after we shifted to our own channel, I think, like, th- we caught on to their game and they caught on to ours because they'd be like, you want to go to Hawaii for fucking Minions or something? Yeah. They'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, hey, do you want to go to Santa Monica for this? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, anytime they would do uh, any kind of junket in, like, Westwood nah, or Sorry, Monica, too far. Like, nah, I can't, can't do it. And they'd be like, oh, do you want to go to uh, London for uh, <laughs> this thing? Like, yeah, absolutely. I'll get on a plane for 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. London has fallen. But yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to sit in a car for an hour and a half to go to Santa Monica. Yeah, for what? Like a cookie? No, yeah, no, no. I get it. I'm with you. Uh, the, all those things. And they would. Uh, I would always be, like, the last one on the list, too, because they'd be like, does anyone want to go shoot guns for CIA uh, in uh, Fullerton? I'm like, yeah, what? That sounds amazing. I was the only one that would go to those ones. They'd be like, I don't like this movie. I will. I give me the bad movies. Yeah. I just. I started rattling off my favorite movies to Amanda last night, and she was just going, rotten. 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 Like, going through. Or all my favorites. I don't care. I don't care what you have to say. Because people are, like, already trashing the new Ghostbusters movie. I'm like, it's going to be good. I it's guarantee you. That. I mean. Did you guys see it? No. I have little to no interest in it, the but peop- I'll go see it just because yeah. I, you know, it's a movie. 
The people I know who have seen it say it's bad. So See? Not, but like, who else, not like horrifically bad, just not good. But my opinions are like, yeah, well, whatever. All right, let's do some videos. What do you think so. of Eternals? Let's, uh, let's I didn't trouble. see it yet. Because I don't get invited to those screeners anymore. It's out publicly. Oh, is it? Is it on Disney Plus? <laughs> I mean, you know, you do have a choice. Yeah, but that. is it on Disney Plus yet? No, no. it's in the movie theater. Uh, Josh, America's movie Makugo. You here. kidding me? I can't go to. Look at oh, this. look at that guy. Living the dream. <laughs> oh, I love that. What? I, lo- uh, I love dogs sitting yeah. weird. I know. Like Good sitting job. like humans. Big yeah. vibes. Yeah, this is like. Uh, they oh, love the sun. Hey, hey, they hey, really hey. do. Sun patching. It's like my high school girlfriend, just like out in the sun, sun face patching. up. I'm not going to Hollywood tans. I'm getting that natural Pennsylvania sun. All right, what's <laughs> next? <laughs> what's this guy? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, baby St. Bernard? Yeah. yeah get him that's, that's a cat move. I know, right? You don't see dogs jumping like that. No, you don't. Look at this old guy. Living the dream. That's great. Put a <laughs> cape on him. You got a Halloween costume. Flip I flip. know. I feel like I jump off steps like this still. And that's probably why I have a bad left knee. All right. What's next, EKK? We got to turn up the sound on this one. Oh, no. So they give this kid an onion. Right? Look. They're like, as a joke, like, they shipped him an onion. He's like, what? Wait a second. Gift? <gasps> You've taken my faith and Look put at him. <laughs> he loves his onion. Aww. He's like Shrek. <laughs> That's probably okay. it. You had a baby Yoda. Oh, he just cool. lives for the onion. Is this the last one, Ikeka? Because like it's like when you're it's a kid, more. you see you watch Popeye, and you're like, "Wow, spinach must be delicious." Yeah. Can we get some spinach? My parents would be like, "No, you don't want that." All right, watch no, this. I do. This is like this is Ben Makuga and Josh Makuga at this age. Oh, wow. I'm the younger brother. We've gotten a toy that is probably not the safest. Ben's like, "How do we make this better?" Oh, this All right, I'm gonna abuse my younger brother, and I'm going to slam him on it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, harmless fun. Yeah, we got soft bones. Uh oh. Oh no! <laughs> Antivirus. There we got one more. Yeah, we got five more. Five <laughs> days left. There was a blizzard in China, so Harry Potter world looked amazing. Oh. oh. This Ooh, it's this Harry Potter is, world. This is to make Ikaika happy. Yeah, Ikaika just loves showing theme parks. The man gets that I, looks so much more legit than L.A. and Orlando Harry Potter world. It's just yeah. like. You can't get snow like that. Hey, yeah. welcome to Christmas time at Harry Potter World. Oh, uh, it's, it's like 85 eight. degrees out. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a warm butterbeer? Like, no, I'm already sweating. You guys make an iced butterbeer? Oh, uh, Ricky, Elliot, thanks for being here. Ken, thanks for being here. Ikaika Shively, what do you got? Can I say thank you no. to Kingsport Cal? Sure. Yesterday, I went to my mailbox, uh, my professional mailbox, opened up a big package from you, Cal, The History of Kingsport, Tennessee. Look at big that. Big book. He knows my love of Tennessee and the Tri-Cities area. So thank you, Cal. I appreciate it. Does that. it have the map as to where the chilies and... No, but he did have a handwritten letter uh, from August. So <laughs> uh, so happy to get that letter, too, but it meant a lot because Cal's been a follower and supporter of us for a Yeah, while. he's the best. Kingsport Cal's a legend. Uh, we are going to go to that Tri-Cities area one of these days, one of these Ken. Days. I'll take you to that Cheddar's. Next I want to go to Cheddar's. I love a good chain restaurant. Uh, uh, thank you. So tomorrow's Ikaika's last show. Tune in for that. We're going to take him out to lunch after. He's going to do the whole thing. He's going to miss the hunk. He's going up north and he's doing uh, And he's got, you know, he's got, he's got big things on the horizon, that Hawaiian yeah. hunk. You know what I mean? He outgrew this place. He really did. But he lost all the weight to stay here because he won the weight loss challenge. 23 wow. pounds in three months. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, he's a legend. And then we had chicken bakes to celebrate on Friday. Well, yeah. Because delicious. They're delicious. Uh, I got Jackie Box last night. Too. Did you? It's delicious. And I made pasta carbonara. Ooh. Pretty good. Nice. Ooh, pork, citrus pork tacos. Whoa. Yeah. Ken, 
Vegan hamburger. Oh, no. I went to Wood Ranch with Tom Rhodes and Mark <laughs> Ellis. It was not a vegan night. So good. Night. I think we're going to do Wood Ranch for lunch tomorrow, my dude. Okay. <laughs> I have a one o'clock. Can you eat fast? Well, can, it opens at 11. Oh, we're golden. Yeah. They start those smokers at like dawn. I know. Burbank smells smell amazing. smell all the way down the highway. Yeah. That was the best part about working at Collider, coming out for lunch and just smelling the whole city, smelling like fucking burning wood. That wasn't food. Doxed. Doxed. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, every single day you choose positivity. It's an act of choice. Call somebody, text them, tell them you love them. It matters. It's ways you love and hate. Find the good. We'll see you tomorrow.